Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. Hare Hare, Hare Ram. Hare Ram. That's it. Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Today is the uh, most auspicious disappearance day of His Holiness Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And after this the singing this morning, that's a hard act to follow. Even reading from the scriptures, the energy that was in this room, it's a hard act to follow. And sometimes it's so intense, it's like, why, do, why am I even opening my mouth, even though I'm speaking from the scriptures? The association of devotees, devotees coming together is a powerful energy and if you don't remember anything else today besides what will be spoken of later, because I understand at 11 a.m., there's going to be a talk on remember how important this association is. I mean, I was amazed to see so many people coming this morning. Uh, not that, I was going to say not that it's unusual, but actually here recently it is unusual. And of course we have those that are dedicated, that are showing up regardless of what's going on in their life, in their world. And that is much appreciated, not just by me, but Krishna sees everything, he knows everything. And it's very, very special to have his darshan on a day like today. So I'll try to make the, um, the talk short, and we'll speak a little bit about Shilabhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, uh, given a, um, some backup literature on him, and uh, much appreciated, Prabhu, because I couldn't get the internet reception on my phone to speak of him. But we're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, First Canto, Chapter 12, Text 14, and we are reading about the most auspicious birth of King Pariksit. It's amazing, and it goes through so many different... apologize for me being so familiar with you, but I have to be comfortable. But it goes through so many different um, things that are going on with Pariksha Maharaj. And we... Well, we'll get into that later, but of course, before we read from the scriptures, we always like to come together a little bit more by singing Jayarada Madhava. <laughs> We're together now. Jayarada Madhava Kunjabihari Jayaradamadhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Shanavalava Kirivaradari 
Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Kirivaradari Yashura Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yashura Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yamuna Tiravanachari Yamuna Tiravanachari Jayaradam Madhava Kunjabihari Jayaradam Madhava Kunjabihari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Girivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavallabha Girivaradari Yashura Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yashura Nandana Braja Jadaranjanan Yamuna Tiravanachari Yamuna Tiravanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jai Radha Kalachanji, Radha Kalachanji Radhe Jai Radha Kalachanji, Radha Kalachanji Radhe Jaya Jaya Jagannath 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 Jaya Jaya Jagannath Jaya 
Jaya Jaya Baladev, 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 Jaya Jaya Baladev. Jaya Jaya Subhadra, 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 Jaya Jaya Subhadra. Jaya Jaya Gornitai, 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 Jaya Jaya Gornitai. Nitai Goro Haribol, 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 Nitai Goro Haribol. Nitai Goro Haribol, 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 Nitai Goro Haribol. This is very, um, very special that we get to be here doing this auspicious day and time. Very, very auspicious. Okay, so we're going to be reading from text 14. Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 12, regarding the birth of Emperor Parikshit. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Gyanyana Timaranda Syagananjanan Shalakaya. Chakshum Nilitam Yena Tashma Shri Guru Venamaha. Sri Chaitanya Manubishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale. Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swapadandikam Vanchakalpaturubhyascha. Kripa Sindhubia Eva Chapatita Nam Pava Nebio Vaishnavibia Namo Namahajai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nigyananda Triadweta Gadara Hashivasadi Gora Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So the text for chapter 12, text 14. Let's see if we can pull this off.
Iranyagamahi graman hasti aswan nirpativaran pradatswanam chavipribia prajatirte satirtavit Iranyagamahim graman hasti aswan nirpativaran pradatswanam chavipribia prajatirte satirtavat Iranyagamahim graman Someone like to repeat? Pradatswanam chavi prabia Pradatirte sadirtavat Iranyagamahim graman Astiaswanipativaran Pradatswanam chavi prabia Prachatirte satir David. Iranya gamma him graman. Astias one varan. Radas one Hiranya, gold, gum, cows, mahim, land, graman, villages, hasti, elephants, aswan, horses, nirpati, the king, Varan, rewards, Radat, gave in charity, Suanam, good food grains, Cha, and Vipribia, unto the Brahmanas, Rajatirte. On the occasion of giving in charity on the birthday of a son. Saha, he, Tirtavit. One who knows how, when, and where charity is to be given. How, when, and where. Translation. Upon the birthday of a son... The king who knew how, where, and when charity should be given gave gold, land, villages, elephants, horses, and good food grains to the brahmanas. Again, upon the birth of a son, the king who knew how, where and when charity should be given, gave gold, land, 
villages, elephants, horses, and good food grain to the Brahmanas. Report. Only the Brahmanas and sannyasis are authorized to accept charity from the householders. In all the different occasions of samskaras, especially during the time of birth, marriage, and death, wealth is distributed to the brahmanas because the brahmanas give the highest quality of service in regard to the prime necessity of mankind. The charity was substantial in the shape of gold, land, villages, horses, elephants, and food grains with other materials for cooking complete foodstuffs. The brahmanas were not, therefore, poor in the actual sense of the term. On the contrary, because they possessed gold, land, villages, horses, elephants, and sufficient grains, they had nothing to earn for themselves. They would simply devote themselves to the well-being of the entire community, entire society. The word Tirtavit is significant because the king knew well where and when charity has to be given. Charity is never unproductive or blind. In the Sastras, charity was offered to persons who deserve to accept charity by dint of spiritual enlightenment. The so-called Daridra Narayana, a misconception of the Supreme Lord by unauthorized persons, is never to be found in the Shastras as the, sub, as the object of charity. Nor can a wretched poor man receive much munificent charity in the way of horses, elephants, land, and villages. The conclusion is that the intelligent men or the brahmanas specifically engaged in the service of the Lord were properly maintained without anxiety for the needs of the body and the king and other householders gladly looked after all their comforts. It is enjoined in the sastras as long as a child is joined with the mother by the navel pipe, the child is considered to be of one body with the mother. But as soon as the pipe is cut and the child is separated from the mother, the purificatory process of jatakarma is performed. The administrative demigods and past forefathers of the family come to see a newly born child and such an occasion is specifically accepted as the proper time for distributing wealth to the right person productively for the spiritual advancement of society. Namo Vishnu Vidaya Krishna Prasaya Bhutale Srimati Bhakti Namaskar Namaskar
This is interesting that it's this discussion that we're speaking of at a time when people are most charitable. Christmas time. Um, it's also very interesting that today being the auspicious day of his holiness, his divine, his is very special too. Not that I will compare the birth of Emperor King Pradikshit with Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but it's just interesting to find that those that have very special auspiciously lined lives have a direct connection some way or other with the Lord. Because earlier when we were reading in the beginning of chapter 12, we're talking about um, baby, Pariksha being in the womb of Uttara, and how Asvatama has unleashed this weapon to the womb of his mother, this intense heat. And it lets you know that no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are, no matter what's happening to you, you are not complete. You are never alone. Krishna appeared. I think it, they described it the thumb size, just large enough for the baby, Parikshit, to see him in all of his opulence. And he was there for a purpose. Even though the heat is searing in the womb against Emperor Parikshit, he is dealing with it because he has the beyond the darshan of the Lord. He has the Lord there. The Lord is protecting him. And the Lord protects him through this whole process. Because he was identified as someone most special that was going to be an asset to the world. And he became just that. The entire Srimad Bhagavatam is a conversation with King Pariksit and Sukadev Goswami in the seven days that he has to live his life. How Unusual is that, that we understand that a person can actually know when they're going to depart from their body. Every single person in this room and beyond this room has a destination. And we need to talk about it. We don't need to hide this. This is a transition, not an ending to our lives. It's a transition. Every single one of us has a destination. And depending on how we are living our lives right now, your destination could have been totally different when you entered the world as you were growing up. But there is a, um, 
there's a shloka in the uh, in the Yishupanishad, Karamaninia Dehat Kintucha Bhakti Bajam. I remember that distinctly because it really helped me when I was working in the corporate world. And it boils down to for those who serve with love and devotion, their destiny changes, whatever your destiny was, based on your services. And I like to say based on your last performance, your destiny changes. Pariksha Maharaj already had a destiny. We are given the opportunity of transcendental knowledge that's being spoken to him from Sukadev Goswami. And the ears of the sages in Namasaranya are also benefiting from that. In text 15, we talk about charity. And in a way, indirectly, it speaks about an order. It speaks also about an order in life, how things are to be done. And when you sit and really think about this, and I think it's important to go over what we've read again and understand it. When you think about it, you will understand that the condition of the world that we are in right now is a result of life that's out of order. Traditions that are out of order. For different vanashram dharmas that are not being properly utilized properly. And people wonder, why, is there, why are there rules and regulations? You know, in, in Krishna consciousness and maybe other religions. We're in this material world. There is no perfect order. Someone has to designate, okay, this is what you do, this is what you do, and this is what you do. This is what this particular group does because you're expert in it. And this is how you get through life. You can look around now and see that that order has become somewhat distorted. And as it speaks of brahmanas, and we've mentioned before that we come in this world, we have family members that past lifetimes or, or previous lives have been brahmanas, and we just think that makes us a brahmana. No, it's like your grandfather's a doctor, and because you're his grandson, or granddaughter makes your doctor know it doesn't. You have to go through a process. Unfortunately, the world that we're living in right now, the Brahmanas are not of such quality. None of us are of such qualities. That is some, we have an ongoing responsibility to perfect who we are. The Vanashram Dharma was perfectly set for this world. It is almost impossible to go through the Vedic scriptures and not understand where you fit in this world. And if you're lucky enough, you'll also find out what it is you need to deal with to get out of this world. And the other thing you need to understand is that you have no control. You have, you, you have a little bit, but overall, Krishna has supreme control. Or those that are listening in the um, neighborhoods or, or around the world, the Lord has complete control. You have the ability to make decisions based on the intelligence that you've been given. 
But we have to understand, we are the servants, not the served. And when we get out of that mood of we're the served, with all of our senses, all the senses that are being gratified in the material world, we don't end up as a product that should be on the way back to the spiritual world most of the time because we get a little sidetracked in this world. Everything that is here, the senses, it's a perverted reflection of what's in the material world. There are so many obstacles that we need to overcome in the world. Each and every one of us has our own obstacle, has our own issue, has our own karma that we need to overcome. The scriptures are giving us examples of individuals that have had various situations. How you come into this world, how you live and how you die, what you need to do in their interim is in the scriptures. Now, it speaks of charity being given to the brahmanas and sannyasis. They're the only ones that are authorized to accept charity from the householders. Now, something is happening in our world right now where that process is not taking place. You can say, well, the brahmanas are not up to par. And that's a that that's another thing too. We have to work on the class of intellectuals that are supposed to be assisting this society with the highest knowledge. We have so so much to work on. And then you have to wonder where is the charity going? Is it going where it's supposed to be going? Is it productive? Is it just Blind charity that's being tossed out and it has no impact on spiritual guidance or consciousness. Now that may be a little sensitive. That topic may be a little sensitive. But we need to look at where our charity is being given. In not only in this temple, in this world, how are you spending how are you giving what the Lord is giving you? Because you're, if you're taking it all and pocketing it, you've got a problem right there. And if you wonder why you have lack, you have a problem. You're holding on to something that doesn't even belong to you. It's been given to you as a gift, and you should give it back in some way or other for the fulfillment, for the enlightenment of society, ultimately. Because no matter what life you have, what you're enjoying, what your position is in life, unless you have a spiritual foundation, a platform, guaranteed, you are not going to get through this world with what's going on right now and what's to come. I don't care how high you're flying on what's going on. I don't care how low you're going on what's going on. You need a spiritual foundation. Yes, when you're listening to someone speak about Krishna consciousness, God consciousness. No, we're not trying to rope you in. We're just trying to get you to understand that there is a faith, a belief you must have. You are definitely flying blind if you think it's all about you. There's no one you have to answer to. 
and that when you leave the world, you're done. No, you're not. When an individual leaves his body, from the scriptures, oh, is it the first chapter? The first chapter mentions that the body is in a transfer, what, six to seven months. I mean, the the, the spiritual consciousness. You're in a trance. It did not say you you are just done for. You are still existing. You're in a trance. You have an opportunity, and you will be given the opportunity to go back through your life to see what you've done. If that doesn't make you mindful of the steps you're taking today and after today, I don't know what will. But whatever it is you're doing, it's going to come back to you. And it's like a a movie. It's your own movie. What you do? Why did this happen? What options did you have? Sometimes we get a little turned around in this world. The least little thing upsets our apple cart or upsets us. And we start doing things that we wouldn't ordinarily do. I'm going to try to make this short because this is a special day. And I'm telling you, when you were, when we were singing, I was overwhelmed. I mean, I came in and understand as the body gets older, it has issues. I have issues. I came in, and the energy in this room, the association of the devotees, the gathering, I came in like there was no ache or pain in the body. I mean, I came in dancing. I don't know where it came from, Krishna. Those things are possible. If you could just drop your guard, because you need to, because you need to understand that you are not doing whatever you're doing alone, that the Lord has always been with you. The very fact that you're here in the presence of the Lord in the Dham, Kalachanji Dham, you've done something really special, really fortunate to be here because not everybody is able to come across that threshold. Seriously. They think, oh, they're just saying that. No. I've seen people in other cities at temples and they're people that stand outside the gate because they are afraid to come in or they can't come in. So don't take these opportunities lightly, no matter who's sitting here talking to you. Whatever scripture they're reading from, if you didn't get it, ask someone questions. Look, you go back and read. Read Srila Prabhupada's books. There's so many instructions. And no matter what is happening right now, there is a way that we can exist in this world and treat it as if it's water on a duck's back, meaning that it barely touches us, whatever's going on. We can live like that. In the world, in friendships, in relationships, it is very possible. We just keep forgetting to go to the source. This is our source. This is where we... Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We are part and parcel of him. We are part of him. We have potencies. We do not have all of the potencies and the characteristics, but we have them. We don't use them. We don't take advantage of it. There will come a time, and the time is coming right now, where the temples were closed. We couldn't even come to the temples. 
So when you hear, when you, when in Srila Prabhupada's books or when you're talking to a devotee, try to set up some place of worship in your home. You're going to need it. I never thought this would happen. But the best part about this is that even though we're being quarantined in our homes or, or restricted to certain areas, you are actually being given more time to meditate on the Lord. Those that are working from home, those that are taking the jobs that they're being given, even though they're not the jobs you really should have, dovetail that position, whatever it is, in God consciousness. Because that works. It does no matter what it is. And I'd hate to say where it's in a meatpacking place or whatever. Dovetail it so that you can deal with it, so that you can get through it. Because there is nothing in this world that a devotee goes through that where he cannot handle what's happening. If he has the right spiritual platform or the right foundation, as a devotee, um, thank you so much for the Hare Krishna. The point is, when do you start getting serious about it? And um, what is it? it? Is it in Srila Prabhupada's books? I'm trying to remember which book it's in where it's requested. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, wake up, wake up, wake up. There's a movie where there's so much craziness going on and someone stands to the side of the movie, and they're just saying, wake up. I think it was, uh, oh gosh, what is his name? Anyway, when do we get to wake up? When do we get to respect the knowledge that has been given to us, handed down through the parampara? Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was a lion, a lion. I know I'm going off track, but I'm trying to pull it all together. The point is, he lived his life in such a way, so did Pariksha Maharaj, but still I'm not putting the two together in comparison, but Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati lived his life at such a young age. He's, so, he's taking advantage of all of this transcendental knowledge. He abhorred, he detested exploitation of the scriptures, of the understanding that you cannot be um, a Vaishnava or a Brahmin if you're born in a certain class, in a certain location, with a certain color, with a certain family background. The very fact that I am sitting here in this body, and I'm not it, but in this body, I owe to him. I owe, we owe him so much, we owe the, the parampara so much. They come into this world, they are specially picked. They've been designated to come into the world to assist us. The fact that we're getting this knowledge through Pariksha's seven-day life period, seven days of life that he's got left, is not an accident. What blows my mind is we know the information is here, we hear it, we listen, and then we walk out the doors if we didn't hear anything, and then we come back and, oh, now I hear it. Then we go. Now I don't hear it. And we wonder why we have problems. 
if you simply take to the scriptures, if you do not believe there's any potency in the scriptures, try it. Chant. Chant around consistently, one round. Read one line of the Vedic scriptures. Do it for a month. Do it for six months and watch your life change. Just in the Maha Mantra, it's Krishna. There's so much potency. And then you have the rare opportunity of being in a dam, in Kalachanji dam, to get the association of devotees, and yet there's so many that don't take advantage of it. There's so many that come only on special occasions, like today, and some people show up. It's like, oh, I'm here. I'm a Brahmin. Look at me. And we don't see them anymore. That's not using the position. That's not using Vanashram Dharma properly. Now, that came out of a left field, I understand, but the point is we need to start understanding what our responsibility is. If you don't know what it is, ask someone. Ask a senior disciple. Ask someone that you're comfortable with. If you don't have that individual, pray to Krishna. He will put that person before you, probably in a time that you don't even anticipate as he will give you things in a specific time, even though it's not when you want it. He's always taking care of his devotee. Whether you take Diksha or not, everyone, in a sense, is a devotee. Now is a really important time to understand what we're hearing. Now is an extremely important time to take shelter. And I know I'm supposed to be sticking with this I know I'm supposed to be sticking with this, uh, with the scriptures. But in this particular text, it speaks about how one should honor samskars. There are processes. They should be honored when there's uh, birth, marriage, wealth, death, Brahmanas should be given some type of gifting, some type. And you would hope it would encourage them to do or be even more of a better Brahman. That's me personally. That's not in the book. But maybe that practice is not there as much as it should be. I am not saying I don't need anything from anybody. Krishna is providing, and if you are doing all the things you're supposed to do in time, Krishna will provide for you whatever it is, peace of mind, whatever economic situation you're in, family, residence, whatever it is. Follow the path of Krishna consciousness. And all these things that you're desiring, you don't even have to ask Krishna for. They're going to come anyway. Don't have to ask. Do your, what is it? The due diligence. Do your service. Do whatever that service is. And each and every one of us has a specific quality that we're very good at. And whatever it is, it is very important that you be a part of society and that you perform it. 
there is not one as as Jashiyade um, mentioned yesterday. There is not one that's more important than the other. All of them are important. Any responsibility that you understand is yours is important. Yes, the scriptures can be a bit controversial, but when you open your heart to what's really being said, you will actually understand this is a life book, the scriptures, all of the Vedic scriptures. They're catching you on whatever path you're on right now. If you are into transcendentalism, and I'm just throwing this one out there, and yoga, practicing, um, there are other paths, but mm, let me just say, if you're on a bona fide path, if you're calling the Lord a different name, but it is one of the many, many, many names of the Lord, and you follow that path, eventually you will get back home, back to Godhead, and Krishna consciousness, we say, stay on the devotional path. We give various guidelines. Uh, Bhagavad Mishra, what uh, do we have the microphone? Because I want you to share with us the uh, paths that we should take and the steps that we should take to stay on the path of devotional service. Because when you take the position of serving someone, being the servant of a servant of the servant. The Lord loves that. It's like a parent or a relative who has a loved one and they see that you're really treating them nicely. They love that. And, of course, we know the Lord needs nothing, so you don't really need to... Oh, let me backtrack because I'll have to end up taking this back. Let me just say the Lord needs nothing in particular. He has everything. But when you become the servant, when you understand what your position is, when you understand that it's not just to enjoy, it's to serve, your life will begin to change considerably. And there are only a few basic laws, only a few basic rules that have been given to us. And Lord Chaitanya gave us just the chanting of the Maha Mantra will take us back home, back to Godhead. It is so simple, and yet it appears to be so difficult to so many people. We should be very concerned with what we do, with what Krishna gives us. We should be very concerned with how we live our lives how we interact with others because it affects us in the long term. When we are leaving our bodies and we, when we are in that period of trance, it will all come back. And I pray that every single one that's listening to this, that what you see whenever you leave your body in transition, it will be something that makes you very happy that you serve the right source because he is. If you're living your life properly, as a child of the Lord, he will give you certain instances where he will show you him in different ways. You just have to be still 
and silent enough to hear it. And if you're not hearing it, you're doing something wrong. You have people that come into the movement in a month. They can tell you all about the relationship they have with the Lord. Not just bragging, but just saying what brought them to Krishna consciousness. You should be experiencing some feelings of connection with Krishna. And take it further. Take Diksha. Take Diksha. But take Diksha from one that you trust enough to feel that you will allow them to take whatever your inadequacies are, your negative karma is, someone that you trust enough to help you along the path. You have to have a teacher. I can't be the only teacher. I could, but that would be very big-headed of me to think I'm the only teacher. There are a lot of teachers. A lot of us are our our personal gurus but you don't flaunt it. We have information. It should be given out. We need to understand that at this point in time, even 100 years ago, the situation that exists now is relevant. It is a priority. It is urgent. And we need to take our position in honoring what we need to do. I'm going to end at that point because I want to, uh, Mishra Bhagavad, I know I asked you to do something. I'm on a roll. I'm just going. But I also want to read a bit about His Holiness Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So I'm looking at the time and the time's going. So because of this great personality that we are most fortunate to be in the line of Parampara, we celebrate this day. We celebrate His Disappearance Day. And reading from Oh, the Gaudiya Vaishnava Samadhis in Vrindavan. Jai. We're reading from the Gaudiya Vaishnava Samadhis in Vrindavan by Mahanidi Swami. Jai. And in this, that's been shared with us, it speaks about Sri Srila uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. I'm not going to go into depth because it is going, we are going to go into depth at 11 o'clock when we have a, um, another program specifically in addition to honoring um, holiness. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, the guru, or Srila A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada, I forgot to mention that. That is who he is. He's also the son of Bhakti Vinod Thakur, appeared in Sri Kshetradam Jagannath Puri, on February 6, 1874, the son of Srila Satyananda Bhaktivinoda Thakur. In his childhood, he quickly mastered the Vedas, memorized the Bhagavad Gita, and relished his father's philosophical works. He became known as the living encyclopedia for his vast knowledge. He preached convincingly against casism and philosophical deviations from Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He tried to unite the four Vaishnava Sampradayas by publishing their teachings. Srila Saraswati Thakur earned a title on the Srimaguru for his fearless and powerful delivery of the Vaishnava Siddhanta. Mayavadis would cross the street to avoid confronting the lion guru. Besides being a courageous preacher, he was ornamented with all divine qualities and full of ecstatic love of God. He established 64 Gaudiya Math temples in India and centers in Burma, England, and Germany. Srila Saraswati Thakur excavated Lord Chaitanya's appearance place 
at the yoga pit in Sridham Mayapur, despite heavy opposition from the money-hungry caste Goswamis of Navadweep. He built a beautiful Gaudiamak temple there. His three Brihat Mardangas printing presses in Madras, Calcutta, Krishna Nagara used to pump out books, magazines, and newspapers to spread the message of Sri Goranga Mahaprabhu. When asked why he printed a daily spiritual newspaper entitled Nadia Prakash, Srila Saraswati Thakur replied, If an insignificant city can produce five daily newspapers, then why can't we publish a newspaper every second about the eternal, ever-fresh transcendental activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in his unlimited spiritual planet, Goloka Vrindavan? Apart from his father's writings, he published many authorized shastras, Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Bhagavat, Chaitanya Mangala, Prema Bhakti Chandrika, and his favorite book, Sri Chaitanya Chaturmita. He predicted that foreigners would learn Bengali to relish the nectar left by Srila Krishna Das Kabaraj in the Chaitanya Chaturmita. He introduced many innovations to expand preaching. All over India, he staged free theistic exhibits and dioramas depicting the pastimes of Sri Krishna and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Employing the latest technology, he even had animated dolls. To commemorate the many holy places visited by Lord Chaitanya, he installed marble impressions of the Lord's lotus feet. Breaking traditions, he let his sannyasis wear tailored kurtas and overcoats, ride in cars and motorboats, and carry Mahaprabhu's message across the sea to Europe. Now tell me that doesn't speak of time, place, and circumstance adjustments that we make in the scriptures. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati's revolutionary preaching ideas sprang from the sastric principle of Yukta Viragya, set forth by Rasa Acharya Srila Rupa Goswami. Being an internal, eternally liberated soul, Srila Saraswati Thakur knew how to perfectly engage Maya, the illusory energy, in the service of Lord Krishna. Following Srila Thakur Bhaktivinoda's footsteps, he preached Daiva Vanashram to harmonize society and provide spiritual fulfillment for all. Advocating the teachings of Sri Rupa and Sri Raghunudas Goswamis, he taught the science of devotional service and showed thousands how to attain pure love for Sri Sri Gandharvaka Giridhari Radha Krishna. Aside from his phenomenal preaching across uh, Aside from his phenomenal preaching success in India, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's greatest contribution was Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, whom he initiated and inspired to distribute Krishna consciousness all over the world. When Srila Prabhupada was asked to describe his spiritual master, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he said, What can I say? He was a Vaikuntha man in Radha Govinda's eternal pastimes in Goloka Vrindavan. Srila Saraswati Thakur serves as Nayana Mani Manjari. His Pushpa Samadhis are at Radha Kund and Radha Damodar. Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Goswami.
Bhakti Siddhanta Seviswati Thakur. Ki Jai. What's amazing is that I was looking for the connection on my internet when I walked in to speak of uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Seviswati Thakur. I couldn't get it. And Nishra Bhagavad comes with the book. Perfect timing. Krishna arranges whatever it is we need when we need it. So don't think he doesn't know what each and every one of us needs. Trust him. Take shelter. Simple procedure, simple process. Very simple. Grasp it, because we don't know how many opportunities we'll have to hear the nectarian scriptures. Constantly life is changing. But if anything, there is always a rainbow in the process, in, in the mix of everything. You just have to find it. This is a perfect time to preach. This is a perfect time to study. This is a perfect time to take shelter of the holy name. It is the only way. It is the only way. It is the only way. And believe me, I've tried to find different ways. and None of them worked. They were never permanent. And personally, stepping away from the book for a moment... I bore very easily in the 20-some-odd years that I have read, that I have been a part of the movement. There has never been one dull moment. You want to find activity in Krishna consciousness? Surround yourself with devotees. There's never a dull moment. There is good in it. There is a basis of something that you can hold on to, and if you can't figure it out, Mentally hold on to the lotus feet of Krishna and ask him to guide you. So we'll end at this point. And if I missed any points of text 14, please forgive me. But when I uh, read from the scriptures, I never know where I'm going. Uh, and that's kind of nice because I try to surrender to Krishna. But I hope that in the process that something that's been said today has been helpful. And um, please feel free to ask or discuss whatever it is with me. But does anyone have anything they want to share about memories or pastimes of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur or from the scriptures that have been read? Please take the mic and share. I was curious about... You got the mic? Because I'm not hearing it. Goranga. Okay. We've heard often that he's the lion guru. Um, people went across the street to avoid him. And other statements, you know, how about of his demeanor being uh, very. You, when you hear lion guru, you, you know, you think of it like a ferocious lion, but mm-hmm. when I'm. Looking at his picture here, on he doesn't seem to come off. He, he looks like a very humble, uh, loving, sweet person with a with a great concern for the welfare of others. Yes, he does. So how how is the um, how do you co- coincide that the the lion 
reputation with the uh, softness of the, this uh, picture that we have here? It's, well, with the picture, I, I don't know who painted it, but they perf- painted a perfect picture. But who? I'm sorry? Photograph. Yes, it's a beautiful photograph. But when you think of the perfect condition in weather, when everything is perfect, everything is calm, the ocean is still. You can be at peace one moment. And for all practical purposes, everything is peaceful. But when you ruffle the feathers of the universe, and in particular, when you ruffle the feathers, or when you ruffle the feathers of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he could be as fierce, if not more fierce, than Srila Prabhupada. The main emphasis here is always about truth. It's always about truth. I don't know about many people. I don't know about everyone, but I honor and respect truth. As did he, as did his disciple, as did his father and the Guru Parampara. And you will find that most of them were quite peaceful in appearance. But all of us have a smoldering, have a different personality inside of us that can be awakened depending on what the circumstances are. Don't think I'm picking on you, Mishra Bhagavat, but for appearances, when I first met you, I thought you were such a character in a nice way. But as time has gone on, I've discovered he is a very compassionate person. He's very sincere about Krishna consciousness. But appearances can be deceptive, as is illusion, which we are all in. Now, I'm not going to tie that in with Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, but it's all in the eye of the beholder. All of us should be on a path of truth. Krishna consciousness is about truth. It's about who we truly are. It's about who we should be. No ifs, ands, or buts. But the minute you step out of your natural zone, things are going to be ruffled, and we may behave and react in such a way that may make other people uncomfortable. I personally relate to that fierce side because just me, in the short time that I've lived, I've seen things, inconsistencies, inadequacies, in humane things to different cultures. And knowing that this is not what the Lord is about, it makes you furious. So sometimes when I come and I'm speaking from the scriptures, I'm also thinking about what has taken place in the past, what is happening now, and furiously, I'm trying to say, take to this, because there is nothing else. There is no other way that is going to get us through this. Lifetime after lifetime, this has carried us. And it is to carry us through these 10,000, what, golden years that we're in. It does not mean that Krishna will end, but it times will get rough. And if you don't have a foundation now, 
you can very well leave this body and come back again and go through this all over again. It's better to establish yourself now with a foundation so that if you come back in whatever body that you come back in, hopefully it's a human body, you can continue from where you are. And as time allots it or as Krishna determines, then eventually you will come back to your home. But as long as you are here, there are going to be illusions, there are going to be inconsistencies, and we're going to have to learn how to deal with it. Yes, he was a lion guru. And we are here because he was a lion guru. He was very stern and firm in his principles. And we need that today. Srila Pavapat was that also he had such compassion. We need to be able to blend the two. And we have difficulty sometimes. So the instructions are there. Read them. Do them. Ask for help. Do what you need to do, but never, ever leave Krishna consciousness. It will be so difficult to come back. And what to say to leave in this body, and who knows who you're going to come back with, back to, in, as. Take shelter of the holy name. And for those that are able to, please uh, be here or or tune in to the 11 o'clock program, uh, a lecture on the uh, personality and the glories of Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Mr. Bhagavad, did I answer anything for you? Anyone else has anything you want to share? Any questions? Yes, Nico. Hare Krishna. I'm listening. I just want to say thank you. Um, the connection that I, I made hearing... Um, you uh, between you know who we're celebrating today and the purport um, made me think about um, being charitable to to those who you see that are living by example, mm. and and what I'm hearing here, um, so Mishra also asked. I'm, I'm looking at his his photograph too, and I I do see the lion, and and there is a calmness there, like you like you had mentioned, yes. and it made me think that um, there's various perspectives on understanding, um, you know, uh, uh, the practices that are going on these days because of what's going on in the world, you know, um, this whole pandemic, for example, mm-hmm. and, and people not feeling comfortable with attending or, or using that as a, as a reason to, um, you know, not <clears throat> do what... what they could be doing if that yes. wasn't there, whether that truly is the, the reason or, or whether that came into place after the fact. Um, but um, what I thought of today was just um, as, as far as, you know, those living by example and, and those looking like, you know, dressing, wearing the dress and, and, and presenting themselves as so, but not practicing I, I really just felt honored as far as like the king, you know, um, being charitable on, on, you know, a certain um, <clears throat> time um, to honor those who are living by example, I thought was really, really important. And the connection I, I had made is just, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's 
a lot of judgment, I think, on on everyone or everything at times that people get used to that it becomes a conditioning and they might not like the way someone presents something they might not like the way someone book distributes or they might not like the way someone you know does kirtan or someone's prasadam but they didn't show up to manga rt or they didn't go to the morning class or they didn't go to the bhagavatam class and what i thought of yesterday was that you know i have i have no say about anyone except myself and if I do have something to say, that I should have lived that by example. Mm. I shouldn't. If I haven't done what I was able to do today, then I should just focus on myself and work mm. on myself. And if if there's, I think if there's others that you know have a say on on someone else, they should live by example. They should mm. they should do that. They should go yeah. out and book distribute. They should make the prasadam. They should attend and and. And asked to do that service and do it the way they feel, well, respectfully, of course. And I think um, what I got from who we're honoring today is that he was a wonderful example. And of course, being the son, like a walking encyclopedia yes. at his age, I'm like, oh yes. wow, you know. And that made me think of the youth. You know, I was I was looking at uh, the pujari today, mm. and she's just an amazing, amazing mataji. And I'm just like, wow, look at her! What an Absolutely. example! Like, what excuse do I have at, at my age? Look at her going! Look at all that she does! <laughs> and I thought about her lineage too, and I was like, wow, what a you know wonderful, wonderful children. And you know, I should look to mm. the youth as well. You know, I should go to them and learn from them too. Mm. And I thought of that as I was in here when I was doing kirtan. You're speaking of walking in and just feeling what was going on. And I was just laying my heart on. I was like, oh, you know what? I still, I'm still feeling what I heard yesterday from Shakshi mm. in the kirtan here. And I was like, oh my God, he's so beautiful and amazing and he sings so well. I'm like, I yes. need to learn like how he sang that. Like, that's so beautiful. And I was still feeling it. And I was just like trying to let go and, and, and just, you know, sing, sing the Lord's holy names. And so, you know, there's there's various examples, and I think that um, in our nature, in these bodies, and and with the modes, and just you know uh, the laws within um, you know the you know nature and and Maya, as we know, you know, just losing the energy, um, we can easily fall into um, you know bad practices and bad habits. Yes. And, you know, when you think about the ten offenses and the four regs and also um, uh, Vaishnav etiquette, you know, I, I feel like I need to read that every day before I even get out of bed, you know, mm. or I try and remember that. But um, we are like, we're so very blessed for, for those making the efforts. And uh, and it's funny that you mention, uh, you know, uh, Mishra being such a wonderful character because he has shown me such a wonderful example, <laughs> you know, um, yesterday. We came to the morning program, and then um, we went to work, and we worked, and then uh, he, he asked me if I, if I would like to, to go with him to his home and have some prasadam, and, and then go on book distribution, and then also he was still thinking about others and, and going out and getting things for other people, and I was just like, I still needed to do some things, but I felt like Krishna had a better plan, mm-hmm. and, he's, and eventually the day was just like so perfect and beautiful, and I was like, oh, wow, you know... Um, I, I should have been more. I should have been paying more attention to how to follow a good example, and I think that uh, we have to open ourselves up more to those making the efforts, as opposed to to uh, you know um, speaking about anything that we're not doing individually. Absolutely, yes. And 
So yeah, it's it's really uh, I'm so glad that I came here today to to honor the the Siplic succession, and it's just so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nico. Um, you know what? Uh, most people don't know you, but I've been watching you when you come to class. Uh, yeah, Krishna's watching. Krishna has a better eye. But uh, about you, what I've noticed is you, like most of us, you're a thinker, and you speak what you feel. And it's only, it's honest, it's as you feel it. You have the essence of understanding of the scriptures. You may want to word it a different way, but the point is, that is your way of communicating in I understand that, which is why we shouldn't discriminate or, or, or be so indifferent to people that may say things differently, even though they understand the foundation. This is how they communicate. And I've discovered that about you. I mean, if you stick around this temple long enough, you're going to find someone that you can really look to and respect and learn something from. And if you don't, we're not doing something right because we should have some examples here in the temple, and we do. There is a core group that I discovered, and I'll stop in a minute, but there's a core group that I discovered in this temple. And I always said, you can't find them, but they'll find you. It is a core group. They are there. And over time, when it's your time to find them, or if you're really urgently in need of them, Krishna will present them. There should be more of them. But you are absolutely right. Follow by example. If I'm talking about someone not doing something, but I'm not offering anything on the table, then I should shut my mouth because I'm not adding anything. We should be very careful how we speak of others, how we talk of others. It's like, so what are you doing? We should put the mirror in front of ourselves and check ourselves before we open our mouths. And you're right. Quietly, you can watch from the example of others. And as you were able to have time with Nishra Bhagavat, you discovered some things that probably none of us have discovered about him. So that's the unique thing about all of everyone being so individual and unique. This is just a fantastic time to find out about it. We are given more time to focus on it. We should take advantage of the opportunity to learn from the scriptures, to have association, because we need it like anything now. And to have lots of Krishna Kata among ourselves instead of nonsense conversations. Um, you'll find that in the long run, no matter what you're going through, it's going to help you get through this life. Um, so I, any other comments? I appreciate everyone that is here. I so, so appreciate everyone. And we, um, we are definitely in the presence of a great devotee. And to say that a lot of us in Krishna consciousness, the way that we understand it and relish it, would not be this way had there not been a Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur or his father, Bhakti Vinod Thakur, or in America, so much and all around the world, Bhakti Siddhanta, Srila Prabhupada, Esi Bhakti Vedanta, 
Swami Srila Prabhupada. We are very fortunate. Jeep Jago, Jeep Jago, Jeep Jago, wake up and take advantage of this. So we'll end at this point. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Sri Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, Disappearance Day, Ki Jai. on my phone. Krishna sent that. Thank you. Oh, thank you for being here. You're so sweet. Oh, Jessica. Yes.